Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capperson. I'm here with Dorian Cody. Steph Curry or Damian Lillard, best point guard? Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And BJ Thomas. If we're talking about consistency, it's Curry. Yeah, talking yeah. about explosiveness, it's it's Dame. LeBron went full uh, Anthony Davis last night. Oh, yeah. He he, <laughs> he had a bad look in his face. He's out indefinitely. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess the question is, does it matter? I mean, they weren't even a playing team with LeBron. Well, you ever say anything like that about Mike? No, just wondering. Yeah. Just wondering. Yeah. When, oh, when the, the Lakers are the number twelve. I think they're like two games back from the eighth seed or something. Because the West is like all close, clumped together. Yeah, but when when did Mike ever worry about not making the playoffs? First year. I want to say he made it his rookie year. He's probably but, worried about it though. Yeah, the first year I think his did his last year with the Wizards, which a lot of people don't count that, but I count it. Did did they make the playoffs this final year? I think they did. Eight seed or something. The Wizards. Um, I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, because I thought I think they I think they were the seventh seed, and their team was like I was. It was Jordan and Jerry Stackhouse and whoever else was on there. Christian Layton yeah. was on there. They didn't want to be with him. Yeah. No, no, they <laughs> that, okay. So, the, that was the generational shift right there. Is right about yeah. that time. The Wizards yeah. did not make the playoffs until okay. the 04 05 season. Okay, so I he, don't believe that 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 team had Mike on it. So, he retired in 04. Sure, I believe because he, he played was, with them he was not on the 03 04 season. Okay, so. Um, so. So 2003, he, he retired. Yeah, because he, he was on the 2003. Yeah. Okay. All right. So two years after he retired. But again, mm-hmm. I mean, this is old Michael Jordan. Now, granted, we're talking about old LeBron, but the only time that, that Mike did not work didn't have to worry about making the playoffs was his rookie season, and I think believe he still made it. And when he came out of retirement to show the 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 young pups how to do it. Yeah. So, but I'm going to reiterate my question. Does it matter? Or better question is, is it actually better for the Lakers that LeBron's not playing? Well, they're going to find out because. <laughs> Good thing they got rid of Russ. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I know Russ is probably laughing like, yeah, bitch. Yeah. yeah. Take that. <laughs> yeah. Because around the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because if because if AD gets hurt, let's go ahead and see if he can get in that lottery. Did you say win or F? <laughs> You're right. Win. My bad. My bad. Better time. And their best player is going to be. I, I'll pull it up now. Let's look at their depth chart. <laughs> so their starting five um, is Anthony Davis, Jared Vanderbilt, Troy Brown Jr., Malik Reeves, and Dennis Schrodinger. Oh wow! Now mm-hmm. again, if if AD plays the five as as a traditional five, and they build and they play around him, they have a good chance of making the playoffs again, yeah. assuming AD stays well, healthy. But they're not going to do that because AD doesn't mm-hmm. want to play the five. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, but they do have backup now because they have Mo Bamba. Ah, the Mo Bamba, huh? Yeah, he was a. Yeah, he did a lot in Orlando for chasm. Yeah, it's funny. We were we were at the game uh, a couple days ago. My wife's like, didn't the Magic trade some players? Like, yeah, they traded the guy that got in a fight. 
It took, on, him. took on the entire bench. Like the one with the spark. <laughs> so anything else we really care about the NBA? I mean, Milwaukee's won like was like 15, 16 in a row. Uh, that also too. Um, yeah. Um, I know we talked like a couple of episodes ago about what's happening in Dallas. Yeah, I think it's gonna somebody called that. <laughs> yeah, it's flaming out fast. They, they've been one and three, and they're like, No, you get the ball, no, you get the ball, no, you get the ball. Kyrie, okay, I'll take the ball, and you get the next one. Okay, that's not gonna work in the playoffs. No, it's not gonna work at all. And didn't they blow like the largest lead in the past 20 something years? Yep, you know how you blow a lead, you don't play defense, right? That's true. <laughs> that's true just saying they they blew a 27 point lead to a team that shot 17% from threes damn I mean you know in paint points and free throws that's crazy that's like old school basketball how they would come back yeah well, when you don't play defense and you give up you know easy buckets that is what happens and, and as they're currently constituted, the Dallas Mavericks are not a good defensive team. No. They're just not. And that shit's not going to last them long in the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, I mean, as, as crazy as that is, they are two games away from not even making the play-in tournament. Yeah. Sometimes you go all in and you win. Sometimes you go all in and you lose. Yeah. So having to go on with a shit hand. Yeah. It's called a yeah. <laughs> whoops. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so it would have been better for Mark Cuban just to uh let Luca know, hey man, this summer we'll go all in for you. Right now, let's let's see if we could ride out the storm. And we 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 kept saying they need to do something. They need to do something. They did something, and that something just ain't working. <laughs> and they've lost four of the last five games. And I believe they're losing tonight as well. I think they're playing Indiana. Yeah. That's why I said they're losing 40 to 33. It's 67-57 now. Mm. And again, you give a 56, a 50, I'm sorry, 67 points to Indiana in the first half. <laughs> your defense is not good. <laughs> I'm trying to care. <laughs> He's trying to care. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, I think they're going to do. I was reading that. I think they're going to do the USA versus the world next year in the uh, All Star game. Yeah, I keep seeing like, why don't they want to do this? Why don't they want to do this? I'm like, we keep saying this like at least twice a month because the the Americas America does not want to get embarrassed. Well, maybe, but thing is, maybe that's what we need though. Maybe they need a kick in the ass. Like, yeah, like. We we we've come up now. You guys got to come up to to our level. It ain't gonna yeah. matter. This whole country's built around arrogance. You think that shit's gonna change in one year? No. Yeah, hey. In one year, do you think that shit's gonna change ever? Mm. I mean, in, in all seriousness, the the U.S. could get stomped five years in a row in the, in the All Star game, and instead of improving it, they were like, "Oh, let's go back to East versus West." Yeah. I can see that. Get an ass kicked. Go back to mediocre all star play. We we need to do something to stop this. Uh, let's just change the format. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're going to continue our thread from last week. Um, Mm -hmm. We we do have a theme as we're getting ready for uh, NFL free agency and the draft. So we're talking about the the different needs for the different teams. Mm -hmm. Um, Last week we did the AFC East and basically everyone needs a quarterback. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So we'll do the AFC North uh, this week just to kind of keep it going. Um, Well, the first team is the Baltimore Ravens. They need a quarterback, apparently. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't want to pay I, the one they got. Well, here, here's the problem: is if they don't sign Lamar, and, and Lamar knows this, but if they don't sign Lamar, they gotta have they're gonna have to completely change their entire offense. Mm-hmm. That entire offensive scheme, structure, and roster is built around a running quarterback. So unless you're getting Lamar or OG, you know, an OG three clone, I don't think so. So it's the NFL, yeah. change two pieces and they'll be fine. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. They need to add a receiver for any quarterback first. Of all. Well, that that's the bigger thing. Yeah, is, I mean the, the I right receiver is terrible. There's not much difference in these offenses anymore between a running quarterback offense and a. Back when Vic was around, they had a lighter, quicker offensive line, but all these guys are athletes now. Mm-hmm. So I, I I disagree with that. There's not going to be much of a change. They just need to they can plug Aaron Rodgers in there and win 10 games, 11 games. So you're saying there's no difference between the, the offense that Baltimore runs, the offense that Cincinnati runs? No, I'm talking about personnel. I think I think there's a mountain difference between the personnel on Cincinnati's offense and the personnel on Baltimore's offense. What, what would those be? The actual quality of wide receivers. That's the only difference. They need to add a receiver, but they would need to add a receiver for any quarterback there. That's not part. That's not just specific to a running quarterback or any other quarterback. They need they need a receiver regardless of the quarterback. So they don't need to change the offense. They need to add a receiver, which has been a problem for two seasons now. And they also need to change the offensive scheme. They're professionals. That can be done in two, three weeks, in mm. in off season. Yeah, uh, yeah, D- an off season. Four weeks in a, in a camp will fix that. Mm. I, yeah, I, I I agree one hundred percent with you. They need a wide receiver. They absolutely need a wide receiver, and they absolutely need a pass rush, one hundred percent. But you're not just gonna just plug in a new their, quarterback. They their <clears throat> defense changed with Rohan Smith from the Bears. They brought one player in for the defense and started getting pressure, and their defense improved greatly at the end of the season. They were just on the field so much because Lamar wasn't in there. Their pass defense was 28th in the league. Well, you said they need a pass rush, and they improved their pass rush. I still think they need a defensive line and a cornerback. Yeah, I think they're going to address the, the – That's uh, fine. The fact remaining is they can plug any quarterback in on that offense, change a few plays, and be fine offensively. There's any quarterback or any any quarter any of any of the top 20 quarterbacks okay. in the league. That's that's any, that's a one one of, clarification because you I, you plug in John Skelton to that, that offense. Any any style, any style of quarterback. There you go. I uh, see. I think if you plug Kirk Cousins in, into that offense, I mean he's he is a top 20 quarterback because there ain't many others. I don't think it's the same. I don't think they're they're that effective. They have a de- they have a decent offensive line. They'll protect him enough. And if he had the weapons that they've needed for the last two or three seasons, anyways, he'd be fine. He'd be Kirk Cousins, 
but it's not like they're going to have to, they don't have to flip the roster to accommodate another quarterback. So Dorian, do you want to get in on this? Um, my my thing is this. So it's like they, like you said, like their personnel does fit um, Lamar's style when it comes to offense. My thing is, in order, for, so let's say, for instance, Lamar goes to another team, and whatever quarterback, other quarterback they came in with, or they they have that offensive coordinator is going to have to be very crafty and he's going to have to be very schematic. I don't know too many other schematic uh, offensive coordinators that that'll be available that can come in and, 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 and oh, make a, it sudden BJ change. Saying they don't need an offensive coordinator. I didn't say that you were talking about, they need to make a bunch of changes. No, they don't. They need a wide receiver and they're going to have to change some plays. They're going to have to take out the quarterback draws, the quarterback yeah. runs, which is removing yeah. plays. That's not yeah. a problem. And uh, yeah. they don't have to retool the offensive line. They don't have right. to go find a tight end. They need a receiver. Right. They have three right. running backs. Mm-hmm. All they're going to do is take out plays. You're making a mountain out of a molehill. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so like, for example, um, I asked this question to you, BJ. So like, let's say if they, like if Baltimore would bring in like a Marcus Mariota, He's similar to Lamar S. No, no, he's not because he doesn't have the talent that Lamar does. So he's going to go in there. They're going to try to run the same offense and fail miserably. Okay. So, so, so for, so, but, but you would change a couple of plays, but like, for instance, let's say the quarterback draws, you would keep it. Yeah. Remove, remove the, the uh, quarterback runs, Mm -hmm. the design quarterback runs. Those got to go, except for a few. Like, I mean, yeah. every, Every quarterback nowadays has a couple in the back pocket, just in case. Really? Hell, Peyton Manning scored on the Cowboys on a naked bootleg at the goal line. Uh, 10 yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. So, so everybody's got a couple in their back pocket. But yeah. what's the difference between the offense that they run when Lamar's in the pocket than any other offense in the league? I think um, with Baltimore, um, I think they, it's more, they there's more play action. That's the first thing. No, I think RPOs. I think I think but, Baltimore but, is someone yeah, else. Right, right. Yeah. But they do RPOs at everybody nowadays. Right. And so I mean, well, and Dak here's the does our Dak he, does RPOs, and he didn't run until like the last three games of the mm-hmm. season. Yeah, and but see, here's the thing with with Baltimore: the reason why their RPOs and the play action is so so you know hit, hit heavily is because there is a threat of the quarterback actually and, leaving the pocket. An RPO is just new play action. It's because everybody's in shotgun now. That's why it looks like an RPO from a college offense. It's not. It's just the new play action. It's it's just a play action with a route that's less than five yards down the field. Yeah. So what's that got to do with retooling an offense for a new quarterback? Aaron Rodgers could run that. uh, Mahomes could run that. Derek Carr could run that. Yeah, the, but the reason why the linebackers are so hesitant to get in coverage with with an RPO from from Baltimore is because they know that that quarterback can kill them. But you put a, put a quarterback like Derek Carr back there, they ain't gonna bite. If your running game is working with the running backs, yes, they will. The, and the reason why the running game works so well is because Lamar's back there. You think J.K. Dobbins is a elite wide running back? Uh, before his knee surgery, yes, he was. He he, he was, was re- he was gonna be. He was going to be a top 10 fantasy back last year if his knee was the problem. 
he was an elite running back because he was getting running lanes because people were so worried about Lamar. You act like Mar- Lamar ran the ball 20 times a game or something. He ran the ball as necessary. Right. I want to say it's close right. to 15. Lamar, Lamar's not a run-first guy. Lamar's like, oh, shit, I have no wide receivers. Here I go. Yeah. But it's, it's like he's such a he's such a home run threat, though, Lamar is. It's like if you he, he keeps defenses honest, like right. as far as in, in the box. You know? They have a solid offensive line. They have good running backs. If Aaron Rodgers went to the Ravens, they would make the playoffs. Yeah, I can see that. Last year was the only year that, that Lamar did not run the ball 10 times a game. I said 20, so I'm still doing good. He's not, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If the running backs are functioning, play action will work. How do you think the Eagles won 13 games this year? Jalen was a part of that, but Miles Sanders, uh, what's his name? Little one. Boston Scott. Boston Scott. I mean, they were very effective this year. Yeah. So same thing with, I mean, Dak was able to run play action with Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. Name me a running back on Baltimore's roster right now that had more than 550 yards a game. Sorry, they were all all injured last year. J.K. Dobbins missed most of the season. Yeah, can you when when Dobbins came when Dobbins came back? Uh, Edwards started having problems, and then Kenyon Drake was signed mid-season to help out. Dob- Dobbins is not a top ten running back. He, he, yes, he's a very good running back. When his he had knee off-season knee surgery. I, I've seen him play in college. I've seen him play in the pros. He is not a type top flight running back. He's just not. He would have been a top ten running back last year had he been healthy all season. If, again, if, if the offensive line was worth a damn, you'd have a running back that actually had more than five hundred yards. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something for you because this seems to work on me in the opposite. You're not right. We shall you tell me. You usually tell me I'm not wrong. I'm just gonna tell you you're not right. We see shall see. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah. I'll put it right here. Play, play action works in the NFL. Period. If you get that running game cranking. The linebackers will that step is a up big without, if. without they had the, they were fine with the running game. It was serviceable. They had no wide receivers. That's why the running backs were able to sit down. There was no threat behind them. Once they got on Mark Andrews, there was no threat behind them. The whole defense, the whole back four could sit. So, I mean, we all in agreement that they need multiple wide receivers. Multiple, not just one. They just, you know, they, they they need an outside threat, and they need someone that can uh um they they need a solid slot receiver, kind of like like how Kansas City. I think I think Kansas City's offense is like it's it's set up like I don't say perfection, but damn there you have a you 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 have a slot person, you have um, that slot person. You can say it's Juju. Or 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 the other or even oh, t- Tony is a, a solid slot receiver, right? So and then you have um, Kelsey, who can who can get that. He's he's like that ten that that ten between twenty yard guy, but he can take it to the house. And then you have that over the top threat, which is Scantling and and uh, Nicole Hartman. 
So like that seems that that's the formula that works for the past. Uh, the only team that I would say that didn't work for was the the Patriots. The Patriots had their own thing going, but outside of the Patriots, most of the teams that won the Super Bowl had uh, they, they they had a solid tight end or a serviceable tight end. They had someone that can work the slot, and they had someone over the top. So you're saying that to win the Super Bowl, you need a complete team. For the most part, yes. <laughs> okay, just yeah, want to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> yeah, for the most part, yes. Um, okay. The Chiefs did it. The Chiefs did it with a patchwork secondary. Oh, um, yeah, but their secondary improved though. It's like as the playoffs. No, it, on, it improved. improved. It yeah. improved, but it was still middle yeah. pack. Yeah, it was just at the right. basement to start the season. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they was in the dumpster because they lost. Uh, they lost Tyron Math. Uh, Matthew and he lost uh, Rashard Breeland. Yeah, and, and the Chiefs approved that. So, so a, wait a, a second. 2020 with multiple running backs, J.K. Dobbins played 15 games and 134 rushes. He had 805 yards and nine touchdowns. 38 first downs, a long of 72. He had 18 receptions for 120 yards and 6.7 yards of reception. Six uh six point oh yards of carry. That's with that's with multiple running backs. So you think so you think your Baltimore made him the featured back that he would I, I, be a look? He had offseason knee surgery. I don't know now. Mm. He looked strong when he came back, but there's no wide receiver, so I don't think you can assess him properly. Mm-hmm. There's no threat to back that defense off besides Mark Edwards. And when you got one man doing that, that's not a problem in the NFL. They'll figure that out. Right. So let's move on to Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start the conversation. They they need offensive line help. Well, that's two years in a row. <laughs> Three years in a row, because Joe missed the first uh, his rookie year with that knee problem. Right. And I think he played what four games, four six games, something like that. Yeah. So that's uh, and they're probably going to need a running back too because I don't think Joe Mixon going to be able to stick around after this yeah, late. Right. I read something that's a good chance he's released anyways. They're gonna save seven million dollars if they do it. Yeah. So 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 you think they're going to use that seven million to address the offensive line issue and let P Ryan be the starter? No, I think they're gonna use that seven million to address the offensive line and draft a running back. You know who I think will be solid uh as a running back for them? That that kid from Texas, Bashan. Oh, they're not getting Bajan Robinson. Bajan. Yeah, they're they're not getting him. He's not going to drop far enough for them for them to get him. The Cowboys pick ahead of the Bengals, and they're saying there's no way he's making it 27. So yeah, um, he he's been projected to be top 20. Oh, that's what I tell you. Um, real quick side note. Um, I did see that. I saw that the Cowboys are thinking about letting Zeke go, keeping Pollard in drafting uh, Bajan Robinson. They're gonna have to move up seven or eight spots easy to get him. That's yeah. minimum. Yeah, I mean, according to the latest mocks, he's he's top twenty, and according to uh, McShay, because I don't listen to Kuiper, he's the number nine overall prospect. He ain't who's going to, the to in, the, in the in the in the mock draft. Um, pull it up here. Like. Like I even heard, who was it? I think it was a, uh, is it Samuel Acho? They were like comparing this kid. They said they said he boy. 
No, the Acho brothers are overrated announcers. <laughs> Analysts. They're just they're, they're long winded and they have a good vocabulary and that's the only reason they're on TV. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Um, no, but I was saying like they, I saw some where they went far saying that like he he's like esque of Ricky Williams. Not why because it came from Texas. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's what it like, is. Look, he wears orange too. <laughs> My so, CTE says this comparison's valid. So, so the, the, the monk I just pulled up from USA Today, this would be a stunner, and this this would be really nice. They have him going 27th to Buffalo. And they have Dallas picking one pick ahead of them, picking uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba from, from Ohio State. Uh, the wide receiver. Yep. I don't like oh. rookie wide receivers. Yeah. Man. I'd be surprised if B. John Robinson makes it past us. Oh, I'd I'd, I'd be shocked if he makes it past twenty. Yeah. But I mean, but remember there... the the running back is not valued like he used to be. True, but he he is supposed to be one of the better talents of running back. And but to me, the, the, you know, this goes back to my point that you invest that money in the offensive line, you pick a running back in the draft. You can get talent for running back in the second and third round. Because yeah. I'm sure Alabama's got a running back that's coming out pro that they'll pick <laughs> up. Yeah. Here's another. I think I think is it Georgia's running back um, coming out? I'm looking for something here. Here's a here's a good question for you. Would you say that um what's his name? Bijan Robinson is a better talent than Ezekiel Elliott in college when he was in college. It's a good question because Zeke was good in college, but I think Robinson uh, Zeke was good for longer. Robinson Zeke really went kind four. of Zeke went four. Yeah, and so, Robinson's not going four. No. Derrick Henry went second round, forty fifth overall in that two thousand sixteen draft. See, told you you can get value for anybody in the second <laughs> round. <laughs> I bet you those teams like damn. God dog it. So we'll, we'll get to bad draft picks in, in a different segment. But um, <laughs> so what do the Cleveland Browns need? <laughs> Quarterback. Well, they've got one. I don't know how long they'll stay on the field. No, they have. <laughs> they have a sex predator, but that's beside the point. Uh-huh. Um... I wonder if it's harder to find people to put fingers in your ass in Cleveland than it is in Houston. I mean, they're all depressed, so who knows? Yeah, it's a rust belt. They're probably <laughs> like, fuck it, this is not the worst thing that's been on my finger. <laughs> Gives them a whole new definition of the helmet on Cleveland. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're good at running back. Because I haven't heard of, of them releasing either Chubb or oh, I can't think of the other guy's name off the top of my head. Um, I believe they're... Graham Hunt. Thank you. Yeah. Cream Hunt's a free agent, I think. Okay. Yeah. But they're I don't know. I don't know. They could probably use a wide receiver or two. Someone to compliment Amari. And I'm just I'm a full believer. The way the NFL offenses are these days, anything you can add on defense of value, take it. Like best player. I think the Cleveland Browns are best player available mode. Gotcha. 
you know what I mean? Like I need, I just need a player. I need a solid player at my slotted position. Some teams aren't like that. Some, some teams really need a certain position like the Ravens. We were talking about, they need a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Browns are in a place with the talent on their roster where it's best place available. They could use a clowning replacement too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which shouldn't be too hard. I mean, most rookies want to play all three downs. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, their their defense could use some help. I mean, they were they were middle of the road defense. I mean, their 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 pass defense was terrible. The rush defense was worse. Um, but somehow the scoring defense was was middle of the road. I mean, t- to your point, I mean, if if they best available, some of the mocks have uh, defensive backs. Some have linebackers. Probably not a bad idea. I'm with you if you unless you have a glaring need that Glare shines hole. out. Yeah, you, you go you go defense. Yep. Because defense will always keep you in games nope. yeah. Un- unless you get lucky and somebody falls to you offensively then it's like i gotta take this guy maybe i can yeah. make it up in the back the back the next couple picks uh move up or something but i really think the browns are in a, a best available um who's that defensive lineman from michigan coming out he's an interior lineman uh i want to say mozzie like, smith yeah he's like something like that he's like six three two eighty yeah plop one of those guys in the middle that's always mm-hmm. helpful when it's cold outside the last six or seven games of the season when everybody's frigid. Mm-hmm. Just throw a big, big ass body at them. No, I mean, really? Yeah. The, the passing decreases a bit, running up the middle increases. And if you, in the late part of the year, up north, outside, if you can stop the run up the middle, you're doing something. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Monte Smith that you're thinking of. Yeah, that dude's a chunk. Yep. Plug holes. Plug holes yep. in the middle. Yep. Make them um, run make them run outside on ice. <laughs> no, I mean really, that's what you want them to do. Have them move in parallel to the line of scrimmage as long as they can yeah. on ice. Because now they got a cut. Good luck. Yep. Especially in Cleveland. Yeah. <laughs> that field looks like a middle school field by the middle of November. Hey, it's got a brownie on in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh, it looks like a brownie by the middle of December. <laughs> the whole field looks like a brownie. So yeah, uh, my opinion. My opinion is the best player available for Clinton. So well, um, moving on to even a worse field. Let's move on to Pittsburgh. They try mm-hmm. though. That's green. That's green most of the year. I'll give them that. Yeah. No matter whether or not they spray paint it, it's green most. <laughs> oh, Kenny Pickett. Small hands, Pickett. Well, you know, he consistently improved every week. And I'll tell you what, that George Pickens guy, that's a nice pickup. Boy, I'm telling you, if you go back and watch his highlights in Georgia in the beginning of his rookie year, he just bullies cornerbacks. Yeah. Yeah. He beats them like they said something about his mama. He just, he is very physical with cornerbacks. That shit is hilarious to me. If you're too close, if you try to, if you try to press him, he will push you on your ass. Yeah. But check this out though. Didn't, didn't uh Pickens? Didn't he play? Uh, I, th- I think he's a year or two years behind T. Higgins. I can't answer that. What are you getting? No, because I'm, I'm saying like it's no Pickens. Pickens was drafted by the Steelers out of Georgia. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I'm, Higgins, you know, I Higgins, is, Higgins has been out four or five years, I think. Right, isn't uh, that the end um, of his rookie deal? That's why they're signing him to a contract. Right, I thought, yeah, that's right. Uh, Higgins came out of Clemson. 
Yeah. Yes. And that is he true. was so he's with Mike Williams. If I'm not mistaken, T. Higgins only had a season with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, that's right. 2019. It was 19, right? That was that was it, and then he was gone, right? Yep. Right. So he's, he's, he's been in three Williams? years. He's been in three years, and this is the end of his rookie deal. Correct. Yeah, because because thing is, because Clemson had what was I think that year I think the year either Trevor Lawrence's first year I think they had the best receiving class or I mean best core receivers I think it was Mike Williams. Clemson has had receivers um, since Deshaun Jackson. I mean, all the way back to DeAndre Hopkins. They've always had they've always had like an NFL number one on their roster. Yeah, they did. They did. But remember, but you got to remember really, that they had Hunter Renfro too. Yeah, Hunter Renfro. They also had uh, it's, they had Martavis Bryant. He was supposed to be promising, but he flamed out. Uh, I feel like that's a focus thing because it wasn't a physical thing. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He was what? Was it six five, six four? He's he's tall, fast. Yeah. Caught the, he caught the ball. Yeah. So I guess Dabble had a nick to uh. To, to, to recruit receivers because think about it, DeAndre Hopkins is like what six four by recruit whatever you want to call it. Uh, what, yeah. What, <laughs> okay, yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um yeah, but he absolutely he absolutely has a thing for receivers. There's no doubt. And he yeah. has a thing for like six three and up receivers too. Right. Like four fours, four right. fives. That well and that's also the thing. I'm like if you get a six three, six four receiver that's strong in college, all you need is a mediocre quarterback. And they also do recruit really good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking that the uh, Steelers should trade for Hopkins, but I saw how Hopkins treated Kyler Murray, and I'm not so sure a developing and improving Kenny Pickett needs that. Not everybody can handle T.O. Not everybody can handle Randy Moss telling him I've been open for three fucking quarters. Yeah. yeah. You know, some some guys can't handle that. So I just yeah. don't – maybe that's not what Kenny needs because he was having that problem with – do this with the Bears. Claypool. Yeah. 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 Realistically, they could they probably need one more wide receiver, but they really need offensive line help. If they have a quality offensive line in front of Pickett with Pickens and Najee Harris, that mm. could be a dangerous offense. Yeah, their defense, their <clears throat> defense. I I think they should focus on offense because that defense is extremely solid. Yes. So if they could get an offensive lineman, another running back to compliment Najee, or somebody opposite, because they still have Deontay Johnson at right. wide receiver. So if they right. could get a third or, or somebody to compliment him and kind of push Deontay Johnson to either put up or shut up type deal, because he was a little aggressive last year with his mouth too. Mm-hmm. And you can get quality receivers in the third or fourth round. Yeah, because, I mean, receiver is like the most flooded position in most drafts. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking at some of the mocks. I'm, at number seven listed a wide receiver, the seventh best wide receiver, Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. Oh. And, and Dorian, you were talking about getting a slot receiver. Mm-hmm. Charlie Jones from Purdue is going to be one hell of a slot receiver. Mm. I heard his name. So, I mean, you again, you can get that value in the later rounds. Mm-hmm. So with that, we'll take a quick break and we'll be back in a minute. One more Sandlot Sports, just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.